Hello and welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. I'm Tyler Davidson, Vice President and Chief Content Director of Meetings Today. And today we're doing a podcast on podcasting. So stick with me here. This might get a little convoluted with Mike McAllen uh, with Podcasting for Associations. Thanks for joining us, Mike. Thank you, Tyler. It's great to see you. And you've been doing this for a long time. And you even, uh, you know, way back in our history, we uh, have a couple great podcasts you, uh, you do mainly, I guess, in the meetings and events industry, but podcasting is really something anyone in in any industry, an association, or just a a company can do, right? Right. Anyone can do a podcast, and a lot of people are. And there's, (laughs) there's, I don't care how many there are, there's like a million of them out there now. Yeah, and you had some amazing statistics you had, uh, just, I mean, I, uh, about how many people are doing them now and the kind of the rate of increase in them. Yeah, everything is just going through the roof, really. There's a, uh, like, downloads, people are, people just know what a podcast is now, where before the question was always like, you know, I say, oh, have you listened to the podcast? I'm like, well, what's a podcast? You don't hear that anymore. Now people have their podcasts they listen to, and people get very loyal to them, you know. And why do you think that is? I just think the the intimacy of it, like, you know, it, you're actually entering their ears with earbuds, like you're going in their body. That sounds weird, but it's true. It's very, um, they're very loyal because, and you're like whispering in their ears. And also they can really consume the content on their time, right? Anywhere. And I, I gave an example of like, you know, you, a lot of people listen to commuting. I also listen to them while I swim. I have a Walkman, which is now a MP3 player for swimming. And that's where I listen to my podcast. I don't commute. I don't have a commute. So that's where I listen. I swim. So you can listen to it literally anywhere you can listen to a podcast. I didn't stop and start it, you know, so if you have to talk, we had to have a conversation. I could be listening to a podcast right now and <laughs> stop it and start it, you know, in between you asking me questions. I'm, I'm looking at your ears to make sure you don't have earbuds <laughs> in there right now. I'd be supreme multitasking. I would be very impressed. By yes, that. yes. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I would it, never do that to you. <laughs> and I think, you know, one of the things is that the barrier to entry is so inexpensive and it's just so easy to do. Right. And I gave an example of Anchor. I don't know if you've heard of Anchor. They were just bought by Spotify, but it's an app on your phone and you can literally do a podcast right now. We can just record a brand new podcast um, through their system. Um, there's some limitations, you know, you, you're now giving them your all your stuff, all your, I mean, they don't own your content, but, you know, that's one of those things where people say you want your own website to do stuff, right? Yeah. So, and a lot of those are pod fading too, but it is easy. You can do it right away. I don't want to get off into the weeds about different ways of doing it, but you have GarageBand, comes with your Macintosh. Audacity is a free application you can use from on a PC or a Mac, and those are ones that you can it up very easily. And I, right now, for instance, I'm using just a free app called Voice Recorder, and uh, which I love. I'm able to point my uh, phone at people like a microphone and kind of... And the phones now, the microphones are amazing, just like the cameras. I mean, it's, a, it's crazy how great they are. Why, why would someone want to do a podcast, um, say, uh, if you're in an association or even if you're within the corporate world and maybe you're promoting um, a, a product you have? I think that um, for associations, they already have an audience. So I give an example of that in my talk about, you know, if you're Oprah or... Alec Baldwin or someone you you know you have an audience already if Mike McCallan puts out a podcast nobody cares you know I but, care Mike <laughs> but if you're an association you know you have a whole membership that you can ask what do you want to hear and start testing things and you know it's it's amazingly powerful 
And how about if you just um, are in an industry, are there good examples of that? Um, and what would be sort of applications someone could do in that instance? There's a lot of different ways people are like corporations are doing it. Like they're actually doing scripted stuff where they're, you know how the soap operas started, you know, soap operas on TV, they, they were tailoring to a uh, housewives. And so the a soap company sponsored these uh, shows and people are doing that with podcasts now like Gimlet Media which is a was just bought by Spotify they've done a lot of branded podcasts so that's one way of course if you have a niche and a niche that you your industry is in why not speak to those people I mean you have an audience I, the, the associations actually have a captive audience that they're in there but you know any niche that you're in there's people out there that are interested in any, anything you're doing. And I think, um, you know, besides maybe having a recurring series, you know, say you go to your annual trade show or conference, you can build something like this into it and really generate uh, a lot of attention for yourself. I agree. I agree. And that's a lot of content that is just going into the ether. I mean, unless Tyler Davidson's reading about it, nobody hears about it afterwards. But if you do a podcast, I mean, it's a great way to, to, you know, repurpose that content, send it out on a feed, get people excited about coming to the next one, you know? And I think you even mentioned at some of these conferences, you know, you'll hear a great speaker such as yourself. And, <laughs> and, uh, and then, like, like you said, it just goes into the ether after that. But you can plug in even to a soundboard and, and just record it and put it out on a podcast. Right, exactly. Yeah, you just plug into the board and then you could actually then... I mean, do as much or as little as you want. People like to get to the point right away, so you don't need a big intro, you know, for your podcast. You can just put it up like that, you know. Mm -hmm. Use the intro that whoever uh, is introducing the speaker, use that as your intro, you know. That's the way. Or you can put a nice tailored one on the front. That's not that hard to do. So you, you don't even need a big outsized personality like us to, uh, to do something <laughs> like this. No, no, no. Anyone can do it. Anyone. <laughs> What, what are some basic tips? Say there's someone out there listening to this and maybe, you know, maybe they've heard a few podcasts. Maybe they haven't heard any podcast. What are your tips for just jumping into the pool and, and swimming on something like this? Well, I think listening to them is a good way to start. Like go, I, I gave an example in my talk about like go onto iTunes and look under your industry and see what other shows are out there and actually start contacting them uh -huh. and talk to them about it. How, what are they doing? What's working? People, podcast people are, are very, um, they share ideas and I think it's a good way and plus you have if you have the same audience why not make a deal with them let's share this audience and go back and forth it's a great way now what else was what else did you ask I had other examples that I've lost them because well and then you also mentioned like I guess the concept of uh, avatars or, or like a persona and and finding that who is who is your typical sweet spot listener and really think about producing content for them yeah I think also is like make a list of people like 20 people that you want to interview if you're gonna do an interview podcast and go talk to them before you start the podcast get ideas from them they're in your industry they'll really help you out about building the uh, and topics to get 20 topics also uh, start fleshing what you want to do and then do seasons like I had the Beanies podcast for 10 years did it weekly it got to be a slog it was really fun but it got to be a slog um, what if you did seasons like I this and tell the your listeners hey we're this is the first season of the uh, Tyler Davidson podcast and we're gonna have you know 10 shows this year eight shows and then I mean that's a way to kind of 
test and then then you're not held to doing it forever and then also I like to say drop them at the same time so if you're gonna publish a show do it at the same time every week or month and make it a habit for your listeners like oh I want to listen to the new Tyler show you know so those are the little tips I mean and then you were also saying there's like the sort of wild west quality to this whole thing and even though you may recommend doing say one a week on a schedule there's really ill-defined rules yeah. about this huh? yeah really there are that's just it is the wild west like you can do anything and I like to you know I give an example of like there's um, the monologue show where one person is talking or there's a buddy show where two people are, you know there's different types but why not try all of them like you could try you know all the stuff we're talking about could be on one feed you know plugging into the soundboard at your event get some of those have a mishmash of stuff i don't know you can try just see what resonates because you can get the numbers right and track track for, the numbers and see what yeah, yeah see what your audience oh my gosh prefers. they really love these shows you know and then okay start tailing them you know push away the other ones and and uh start giving them what they want you know that's the, the key to it good content trumps everything i wouldn't worry about the technical side of it not that hard we're using this phone right now to do this it, it, you know content and is king it con- content is king definitely and they're they always want uh information and especially if you're in a niche in a specific industry you want to respect their time right and give them what they they come to to get right mm-hmm. do you want me to give my talk real quick why don't you give your talk real quick, right? <laughs> a lot more tips to uh, share. Yeah, any other any other kind of top line tips? I mean, what what do you need as far as to get started with this? And then how about um, you know, I guess they uh, we uh, publish this. I don't know if even that's even the right term, but like through Apple and through um, through the other services, um, so they automatically yeah. uh, alert people. So what what there's just some basic equipment and things you need to think about when you start this I, I really think before you even talk about equipment or um, you know hosting or distribution models is really figure out what you want to do for your show and that the content we I, I'm gonna go back to that is like you need to figure out what these shows are gonna be about the technical stuff it's easy to figure out don't get hung up on it you can do it very inexpensively um, you know an ATR 2100 microphone is $60 and it sounds just as good as any $700 microphone you buy. I mean, there's just little tips. Uh, I mean, there's little ways of doing this that, to make it simple on the technical side, but the content is just work that out before you do anything and don't worry about numbers. Like, I mean, the money side of it. Like, the numbers that I put up for the example that I used, their numbers are so high because they're doing on site stuff. I mean, because there are, you know, that's cost to bring people to Hawaii, which we were recording at their event, was out there. But you can do it virtually very easy. Mm-hmm. And time is the other thing. So time is the big ticker, as you know. So. And, and you could even do these over the phone, too, you right? You could yeah. totally do them over phone, over Skype. You know, I, I give the example of Squadcast. A couple of friends of mine have started that. Zencaster is a thing that you guys use. Yeah. There's different things out there. There's another one I think called Clearfeed. I've never used it. There's just all these little... So that's what I mean. You can get really caught in the weeds with all the the, um, the technical side of it. And don't worry about that. I mean, worry about the show to start out with and figure that out. And then 
then start talking about it because people get so hung up on technical stuff and it just ruins everything, basically. Right, and you even mentioned it. I've had a few of these where you're starting to do a, a great podcast and then background noise interferes. I think right. you coffee grinders and espresso machines. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's just going to happen, right? And uh, you're going to learn as you do this. Yeah, totally, totally. It's all And like anything else, you know, stuff's going to happen. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be a glitch or something. But you have the nice, you know, you can edit, which is right. really nice. So there's there even is, free editing software out oh, there yeah, too, right? Yeah. Audacity is one that I if people want to use. It's free and it's as powerful as any. There's another one called Reaper, which is free. Um, I use a thing called Hindenburg, <coughs> which is for journalists. Hindenburg? Yeah, it's for journalists. Reaper and Hindenburg. Yeah, those funny. Are... <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with... The... Anyway, those... <laughs> there's, uh, you know, Pro Tools, and there's uh, there's all sorts of DAWs, you know, digital stations for doing things, but um, there are free ones. And, you know, GarageBand is on your Mac. <laughs> and then you um, you were even mentioned before we uh, kind of end this, uh, you can sell sponsorships to these. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the big ticket item nowadays. And also the stats that I talked about now, since, like, Spotify spent 340 million bucks on <laughs> buying two podcast companies recently. One is a creative, uh, creative. Uh, they they produce podcasts, and the other one is an app. Um, I forgot where I was going with this completely. Uh, <laughs> well, and I may, I know you mentioned one interesting thing, a uh, podcast of someone you know calls Sleep With Me. Um, and I think, I, I listen to these podcasts and... Tell people what that is before you say Sleep With Me. <laughs> Why don't we describe, yes. Sleep With Me is a podcast about uh, puts you to sleep. And Drew Ackerman does it, friend of mine. And he basically puts thousands of people to sleep at night. He writes boring stories and he reads them and it puts people to sleep. And every time I talk about it, someone in the audience goes, oh, I love that podcast. Like, cause it's people, you know, you can't sleep. It's a horrible thing. Um, and he puts people to sleep. Why didn't we think of that? I know, I know. And he works hard though. I yeah. have to say he works really hard. So he has his normal feed and then he has these other feeds which are on his Patreon page where he has for people who donate money to him um, and he has he makes pretty good money doing that. And I and some of the numbers astound me too. Oh, that, uh, I remember oh, what ahead, I was yeah. going to say. So, sorry. Sorry about that, everyone. The, uh, the um, Spotify and and Anchor, they bought the, Spotify bought those two companies, Gimlet, and they bought them um, basically because they want to bring in younger people. I mean, younger people are getting into podcasting. That's a great point, yeah, right? Which is, and, and if you're if you're worried about uh, your audience or your association or anyone who might be interested in your corporation, this is a great way to get a fresh young audience in. Yeah. It is true. It is true. And that's bringing in more and more young people into podcasting. Before it was kind of just older white men listening to tech podcasts for years. And then now it's blowing up. Now it's blowing up. Yeah, it really is. So why don't, why don't you tell everyone uh, what it is you do, the services you provide, and where people can find out more information? Um, so podcastingforassociations.com is my website. And we basically do podcast production for um membership organizations is what we're doing. We're doing some corporate stuff too, but mostly I'm trying to niche down because for podcasting to associations because they do have that audience. Um, we do soup to nuts, so we'll do virtual stuff. We'll go on site if you want, um, or we'll just edit. You know, maybe you want to record it and have somebody edit, post it for you. So we can do whatever you need done is what in the podcast. Makes. You can scale up or down or yeah, sideways or backwards yeah, or forwards, it's, it's, right? And and also helping with the little intangible things of like you know microphone techniques and helping you all the little things that you need to have a good show. 
And where can people find out more about what you do? At Podcasting for Associations. Um, I also have a book coming out called Podcasting for Associations, and it's podcasting with the number four associations, and that will be basically teaching you how to do a great podcast for a membership organization. Well, thank you, Mike, for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Tyler. And thank you for listening to this Meetings Today podcast. Make sure to head on over to meetingstoday.com to our podcast section for a variety of additional podcasts from meetings industry thought leaders on topics that are important to the meetings and events industry. Thanks for joining us.